Year after year, one of the most consistent items on my do something list is to have fun with fashion. Exploring my personal style has added more joy to my everyday life and helped me feel more like myself on the regular. However, I have found that there are some brands I would love to explore more, but they are out of my typical price range, or there's the it item that I would love to try out, but without the commitment of keeping it. Enter Armoire. With a clothing rental membership from Armoire, you can build the perfect wardrobe with brands that are high quality, unique, and recommended just for you. All you have to do is take a five minute style quiz and select items from your dynamic personalized closet. The styles show up at your door in as little as two days. Then when you're ready for new clothes, just swap them out for more new to you styles. I just did my quiz and have selected a few dresses for the summer from Bowdoin, one of my favorite brands that I can't typically afford. And I also got a double breasted black blazer from a new to me designer, a classic item that I have been on the hunt for, but too scared to commit to until I know it's the one. For you expecting mamas, for those who are working or those who are style obsessed, who want to switch out your wardrobe with quality pieces without the designer prices, check out this woman owned company that has your style and your sustainability in mind. Right now, my listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style slash progress. That's armoire.style, A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash progress to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try Armoire today. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Are you ready for a growth spurt? Well, I've got one for you today. One to two times a month, I'll give you a short message that I am calling a growth spurt that will help you narrow in on our focus of the month in ways that are bite-sized and super applicable right away. So let's jump on in. Have you seen this kind of trend happening on Instagram stories where the influencer or whoever you are following shares an unpopular opinion. And usually they're things like Cheetos are gross or Downton Abbey was the worst show on television, like something like that. Well, today I have an unpopular opinion for you. And this is totally, like I said, an opinion. It's my perspective. It's definitely my lived experience. And it's something I want to teach a little differently about today in ways that maybe you're not accustomed to hearing. I'm going to back up by just saying way back when I started my eating disorder recovery, when I was 20 years old and going to a college counselor to work on my eating disorders, um, he taught me something there that has become a tool that I have used for over 15 years since. And or was, has it been 16 years? I can't keep track. Anyway, he 
he taught me the cognitive triangle, which works because he's a therapist, right? But the cognitive triangle is the way that you think affects the way you feel and your feelings affect the way that you behave. That's the cognitive triangle. You might have seen this cognitive triangle or the thought, the the line of thinking that your thoughts affect the way you feel, which affects your actions. With life coaching and their own framework, they have their own way of explaining how your thoughts affect your feelings. And it's often taught as independent of your circumstances. Your thoughts can affect your feelings and then affect your behaviors. Now, this is where my unpopular opinion comes in. I, I do want to say that this absolutely can change your life when you acknowledge how much power your thoughts have, and they do, and how you can learn to control them, which you can, not 100%, but it is something that you can work towards. But where I see this going potentially, and I'm saying potentially off track, is when we go into this line of thinking that our circumstances That means that things that are happening to us, around us, life circumstances are completely 100% neutral. I don't believe that. I do not believe our circumstances are, are inherently completely neutral, nor that we can completely decide they're neutral. The problem I think with this is that then we can put the blame on ourselves for not showing up in the way we think we should when things are really hard. 2020 taught us that our circumstances do matter. When we are surrounded with things that we can't control, such as a, a move or your kids suddenly all being home from school all the time, a loss of a job. And this is all, you know, things from 2020, but of course other circumstances matter. Like it matters that your best friend won't talk to you anymore. It matters that you don't have enough money in the bank account to cover preschool like you wanted to this month or pay for food for your family. It matters that your spouse is cheating on you or that they have an addiction that is affecting your life. Circumstances matter. What you are facing in your life matters. Of course, your circumstances will affect the way you think and the way that you then feel and lead to action. They will affect you. We are not robots living in a vacuum. As humans, we are wired for connection. This is scientific fact. We are wired for connection. And as humans who value connection and who are drawn to it, and it's a big part of our brain makeup, it's impossible for us to separate ourselves fully from the ways other people are showing up in our lives and how they are influencing our circumstances. You know, the people who do not care about what others think at all, those are sociopaths. (laughs) We have to have a level of being willing to be connected to others, being connected to our circumstances, and also being connected to how they have an effect on us. Just imagine if we went through 2020 refusing to acknowledge the incredible burdens that we were carrying and those around us because we said, no, circumstances are neutral. You just change the way you think and everything will be better. That's not real life. That is not real life. So what do we do? Do we just let our circumstances control us? Do we just 
be rocked to and fro on the sea of life and sea of changing, shifting circumstances? Do we indulge in them, in, in the sadness and the martyrdom that can come because it's our circumstances and we can't control them? So what's the point? Just life has to happen to you and you don't have a say and you can just bitterly hang on for the ride. Is that what we do? No. And that's where I do want to go back to the cognitive triangle or some other ways that you might hear in the life in life coaching about how we still have a choice about how we are going to show up to them. So while I don't think our circumstances are neutral, I still believe we have a choice on how we are going to show up to them. So maybe you can't control that you are in a deep, dark hole of depression because of the incredible stresses and anxiety that you have faced the past year. But what you can still do is choose how you are going to show up to them in a way that you are still honoring who you really are and who you really want to be within that depression. You still can choose how you are going to show up. And that's where I'm going to refer you to some incredible life coaches and therapists who will teach you how to work on your thoughts so that you can show up to your circumstances better with more empowerment, with being able to step into this role of being the hero of your own story and not overnight, not snap your fingers and suddenly it's all better, but more how you are going to show up to face these dragons, the role that you are going to take within your own story, which is a big thing and what I talk about in my own coaching program a lot. Maybe you've noticed this thread between much of what I teach here, and it's that things aren't on this binary model. I talk a lot about all or nothing in the perfectionist mindset and our refusal to be able to see the in-between, to just do something and to believe in the small wins building over time and how difficult it is to do that. To me, it's the same thing with our circumstances. It's not an all or nothing thing. When I say your circumstances matter, I'm not saying, you know, throw caution to the wind and don't care and don't try and just be miserable. I'm not saying that, nor am I saying the other side where they are so neutral that nothing should affect you and you should just be able to manage the way you feel purely by your thoughts, regardless of what your circumstances are. It's always something in between. And when you are learning to practice in the in-between, it's going to take some time. It's going to take this teeter-totter of doing it okay one day and then not the other and learning from that and, and moving forward in a different way day to day, even moment to moment. I have a strong belief in agency. If you don't know what agency is, it's the right to choose. I firmly believe that we all have the right to choose. And as part of that, a right to be a creator of our own lives. And if you believe in God and the universe to even co-create alongside the powerful forces that be to, to create a life of meaning. And while we can co-create and we can have agency, we often can't choose what our circumstances are. So when we are faced with very difficult, trying circumstances, this is when I believe more than ever, we need to be leaning into our agency and our right and our ability to choose what we can choose, which is most often times, not that our circumstances don't matter, nor that they don't affect us, but to instead be able to choose how we are going to respond to them and show up to them. So when we consider our circumstances, it's a balance not to choose that these things don't matter 
not to pretend they're not happening, nor to choose to be a complete martyr to them and subject to whatever is happening to us. But again, to choose who we are going to be within our circumstances. We still have choices and we can learn how to better manage our thoughts and to be able to step in between a stimulus and response like we learned from Viktor Frankl and be able to, within that space, rise up into our truest identity, who we really are and who we really want to be and be that person within the circumstance. I have faced this as a mom with kids with special needs, which I don't talk a lot about here, but I can tell you that there are there have been many, many times where I have been brought literally to my knees over the struggles that my children have faced. I have not been able to ignore the effects of being a mom of kids with special needs, both on myself, my mental health, on my marriage, on my spirituality, and on my other kids. I could not ignore that, and I could not pretend they didn't exist, nor could I control what was happening in my circumstances just by shifting my thoughts. I have not been able to change that I have kids with very unique special needs that create a lot of stress in my home. But what I can control is my own thoughts on how I am choosing to perceive what is happening to me and also work on my thoughts on how I am going to perceive my own role in my story. We are living out a story. So as a mom in this different circumstance, I'm doing my darndest to both acknowledge the pain and the stress and the anxiety these circumstances bring while also using my agency to be the mom I want to be, not just in spite of these circumstances, but because of them. I want to be that mom who can rise up with fierce love and leadership, that I can use this part of me that can be really into leadership and, and being more ambitious, and I can use that to help my kids to not give up on them, to not give up on us, and to continue to fight for their help and for my help too, so that I can be the person I need to be for them. Are you getting this distinction better? I want to reemphasize that there are incredible coaches and therapists out there that teach this so, so well. And I am friends with many of them, and I've worked with incredible coaches and therapists myself, and they have changed my life And being able to work on our thoughts is life-changing. But I just don't want us to take it too far where we blame ourselves for not being able to rise above really hard circumstances just because we decide to, or to change our circumstances because we've decided to change our thoughts. It's always about the something in between. I want to honor you and the hard circumstances you have faced starting in March of 2020, one year ago. I also want to want to honor you for a lifetime of hard circumstances that you have faced, even on years that we didn't have a worldwide pandemic. I am so certain that there are many listeners out there that 2020 was not their worst year. There have been harder, worse years for them. So I want to honor you for the hard circumstances you have had and how they have affected you. And I want to also honor your ability to choose to learn how to cultivate your own agency to create the role that you want to play within your hard circumstances and to rise up to meet them from a place of empowerment 
of being your truest, best self. I am hopeful that my unpopular opinion here was explained in a way that you were able to understand and also in a way where it didn't seem like I was bashing life coaching or coaching in general because I'm not because they have absolutely been important in my life and I want them to be important in your life as well. But I also hope that it can give you that freedom that you need, that little breath of knowing like, okay, maybe I'm not a total wreck and also some hope that you can lean into your agency and create a place within your own life and your own hard circumstances to be your truest self. Before I let you go, I want to remind you that I am teaching a free online class, how to become a confident decision maker. If this is something that you really struggle with, whether it's day-to-day decisions or bigger life decisions, if you know having to make choices fills you with dread and anxiety, or you just tend to pass it off to others, or you need others to validate your decisions constantly, it's all because we are believing some lies about decision-making, and I'm going to help debunk some of those, but it's also because it's a skill. It's a skill that we can all learn, and I'll teach you two secrets to learn how to become a better decision maker. You can sign up by going to aboutprogress.com forward slash free class. That's one word. I am really excited about it. I think it's going to be super helpful. Thank you so much for listening today. Go and do something. And remember, life is about progress, not perfection. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.